Hey everybody, welcome to another CarCast <clears throat> episode of my podcast. I am your host, Bill Savely. Bill Savely's me. So now that that's out of the way, I was talking to a friend of mine who recently came into town. She's originally from here. She came in specifically to see her parents, but also to catch Genesis. Genesis the band. I also have some other friends that are that have gone to both nights of the Genesis concert. <clears throat> I've seen them post about it on Facebook, on social media. I've seen videos. And it just kind of dawned on me, Genesis is one of those bands I wasn't ever really into because I was busy listening to other bands. And then as I explained to this friend of mine who's in town, I said, you know, I, I got to a point where, you know, I was listening to Kiss and Van Halen and a lot of the classic rock stuff. And then somebody played me that um, Anarchy in the UK song by the Sex Pistols. And that was it. That was it. I was like a moth to the flame. I thought, who is this? What is this? Is there more music like this? If so, where is it? How can I find it? I need it. So, only so many hours in the day. And I, I just don't think I had enough time or made enough time for bands like Genesis. Now, do I know most of the hits? Yeah. Am I mostly a Phil guy? Yeah. I Honestly, I don't know anything about the Peter Gabriel Genesis. I hear people say, oh my gosh, Genesis is a Genesis without Peter Gabriel. You know, those people. And then I have people that are like, you know what? I like them both. I like the mojo Phil brings, you know. Obviously, Peter Gabriel, the dude's a ge- an absolute genius. You know, I don't, I couldn't name you anybody else in the band. You know, that's my exposure and experience with Genesis. But a friend of mine was, we were talking about Phil Collins and the footage and the photos that I've seen. Poor Phil doesn't look well. And he's not drumming anymore. <clears throat> Looked like he was sitting down for most of the concert. And then I said to my friend, I was like, you know, poor Phil doesn't look long for the world here. You know, I, I don't know anything about him, really. I know he did have some health issues. And then I do, and I do know that he electively stopped drumming because of his health. I, I just assumed it was like carpal tunnel or some kind of nerve damage. Well, I guess Phil has had multiple surgeries. One of his legs is longer than the other now because of the back surgery he had. And it's just like stuff like that breaks my heart. When people's passion and their joy are taken from them without them being okay with surrendering it, like that's the kind of thing that just, it just, oh, the sadness I feel I feel for Phil Collins. And then she went on to tell me that Phil Collins' son, Nicholas, is playing drums in the band. And she said, Nicholas is phenomenal. He knew all of the Genesis material by the time he was like 17, she said. And then she said, imagine being 17 and being able to play. And she rattled off two uh, obscure Genesis song titles. I mean, obscure to me, I'm, like I say, I have really almost no exposure to the Genesis material. But I can relate. I can relate. And she said, you know... Of course you're going to be good. Imagine if Phil Collins is your teacher. And it made me think, you know, is that really it? Is it really just Phil Collins taught me how to play drums? Would I be just as good as Nicholas 
if Phil Collins taught me how to play drums when Phil was in his prime and I was younger and more malleable and I had uh, a better opportunity to learn to where things stuck or I think to myself, is it also genetics? Because how do you explain someone like Stuart Copeland? (laughs) I mean, who taught him? Guess what? Nobody. Stuart Copeland, the drummer for the police, is a self-taught drummer. He taught himself how to drum. Stuart had a passion for jazz. So a lot of his drumming techniques are jazz-oriented or they're fused with jazz. So he has a lot of fills, a lot of rolls, a lot of accents, which makes him stand out from a lot of other drummers from his era. And I was telling my friend, another beautiful thing about Stuart Copeland is he's so good of a drummer that he knows he doesn't have to just go out there and dominate. There are a lot of those police songs, if you listen to them carefully, he is absolutely beautifully and perfectly intertwined with the bass notes that Sting is putting down. And the bass and the drums also almost sound like one instrument. And then I think to myself, is that something you can teach somebody? Or is that just something inherently that they have due to their genetics? So is Nicholas an amazing drummer because of the genetics? The genetics that Phil has, right? And then it made me think of Max Weinberg's kid. Max Weinberg, the famous drummer who I I think he was in Conan O'Brien's band and obviously before that he played drums with Bruce Springsteen. Max Weinberg is the drummer of Slipknot. How do you replace somebody like Joey Jordison? You don't. If you're given the opportunity to sit in that position, you do the best with what you got. You know? Is Jay Weinberg a super amazing drummer because his dad sat him down and taught him day after day after hour, hour after hour? Or does maybe Max have the genetic potential that his dad Max has? And did he just kind of pick up a lot of stuff and was he more eager and apt to learn because of that genetic potential? You know? Was it also his passion? Is that passion genetic? I think my passion for music is genetically given to me most certainly by my father, but my mom likes music nowhere near as much as my father did, so I know I get a majority of it from my dad. It just made me think. These are the kind of things that just roll through my brain, and I I love examining stuff like this. I love theorizing. So, that's that. Today is Thursday, and I hope that you folks are having a wonderful week. I hope you have a great day and thanks for listening.